Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another episode of the I'm Just Saying Podcast. This is your host, Jared Dawkins here. Welcome to a Baltimore Ravens playoff edition of the show today. Obviously, as we all know, the Baltimore Ravens and Lamar Jackson picked up their first win this past Sunday in the Lamar Jackson era, defeating the Tennessee Titans in the playoffs 20-13. to which brings me to what has stood out to me about the Ravens this far. The Baltimore Ravens knocking off the Tennessee Titans this past Sunday in the wild card round. The Baltimore Ravens needed to win this game. They had to win this game and they had to and they needed to win this game and they had to win this game not just for playoff reasons, but for psychological reasons as well. The Baltimore Ravens, until that win this past Sunday, Tennessee had their number. Tennessee bullied Baltimore. They psychologically bullied them. They physically bullied them. And Baltimore just pretty much said enough was enough. And the Baltimore Ravens had to do what they had to do in this game, in this game this past Sunday. And the Ravens took care of business. And it looked, it looked a little bit bleak early when the Ravens went down ten nothing, and there are a lot of fans out there that probably thought, "Oh my gosh, this is going to be the same damn thing as last year." Ravens down double digits. The Ravens are going to get away from what got them to this point, and Tennessee's going to dominate this game. But the Ravens did not do that, and I'm going to get into um, that uh, that uh, that a little bit later as to. What moment I believe changed changed from this game, this game, this week, this past weekend, from last year's game. But the Baltimore Ravens did a wonderful job. Their defense did a wonderful job in this second half of this game, or just in this game in general. The running game, uh, they stuck with the running game, and the Ravens just dominated this game for the last three quarters from the from the time that they. Uh, down ten nothing, all the way to the last two minutes of this game, the Ravens dominated from dominated it from beginning to the end. Next up, I want to talk about the Baltimore Ravens and why they're playing their best ball right now at the perfect time. It's just simply put, the Baltimore Ravens are finally sticking to who they are. They're sticking to what got them to this point. The Baltimore Ravens are being the Baltimore Ravens. They're pounding the football down your throat. They're running the football. And not only that, they're allowing Lamar Jackson to simply be Lamar Jackson. And that is what that is what the Ravens forgot to do last year. That's what they forgot to do against Tennessee last year. Instead of just allowing Lamar to be himself... They, the Ravens got outside of themselves against Tennessee last year, and they had Lamar throwing the football 59 times. That's not the way the Ravens play football here in Baltimore. That's not the way our offenses play football here in Baltimore. And John Harbaugh and Greg Roman knew that. They knew that this time around. And the Ravens, are pounding the football down teams' throats. The Ravens are healthy now. The Ravens are healthy at the right time. Def- defensively, they got Calais Campbell and Brandon Williams back. 
They're healthy at the right time. Offensively, they know who they are. And the Ravens, now that the Ravens have gotten their first playoff victory with Lamar Jackson at, at the quarterback position, the Ravens are not afraid of anybody. They're not afraid of anybody. And that, that's scary. That's, that is just absolutely scary for teams like Buffalo and potentially Kansas City in the AFC Championship game. This Ravens team knows who they are. This Ravens team fought through so much adversity to get to this point. They fought through they fought through injuries. They fought through a COVID outbreak. They I, I mean I, I mean it's just I mean the, the, they also fought through you know media you know media outlets and media people saying that this team was just not going to make the playoffs they fought through all of that to get to where to get to where they are right now but the ravens have to take it have to, but the ravens have to take it one game at a time the ravens are playing their best ball right now simply because they know who in the hell they are and they're not getting away from it and i love that about this football team but coming up next ladies and gentlemen I'm going to tell you guys, I'm going to give you guys the one moment in the Ravens-Titans game that made this matchup this past, this past weekend and oh, uh, this past weekend over Wild Card Weekend different from last year's divisional round game. And also, coming up, why the Ravens have the edge over the Bills this coming Saturday night and also why were the and why and also why the Ravens were successful against Tennessee. That's coming up. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. I, I want to talk about one specific moment that made this matchup with the Ravens and the Titans over wildcard weekend different than the Ravens Titans matchup from last year. I want to talk about one specific moment. When the Ravens were down 10 nothing in the first quarter of the game, and after Lamar Jackson threw that just horrific interception, and he said it himself to uh, to Lisa Salters, he said, I threw a dumbass interception. He caught himself after he said it, but, you know, um, I love that young man. He caught himself, that, he caught himself uh, right after he said it, but... I agree with him. It was a it was a dumbass interception. It was stupid. But the one thing the one thing that the one moment that really changed this that really changed this whole game for me from last year's matchup with Tennessee was when the Ravens were down ten nothing. And after Lamar Jackson threw that after Lamar Jackson threw threw that interception, the Ravens drove right back down the field. And when they got inside the red zone, this is when I, I thought in my mind, okay, John Harbaugh's gonna go for it. He's gonna he's gonna get a little bit too desperate, and he's gonna force it. And the Ravens aren't gonna get any points out of this. But what did John Harbaugh do? What did Greg Roman do? They stopped. They thought for a second, and they learned from their mistakes from last year. And they kicked the field goal. And the, and the Ravens, instead of being still down ten nothing, and having Tennessee possibly go right back down the field, and they and they'd be down thirteen nothing or seventeen nothing, they were still they were still down by at least a touchdown, 
And that right there was the difference for me. For Baltimore to go into this game, for Baltimore to drive right back down the field and kick a field goal just to stay in this game, that set up a domino effect for the rest of this game. That kept the Ravens in this game. And then when the, and then when the Ravens got the ball back again, and Lamar Jackson broke that 48 or broke that 48 yard run for a touchdown and tied the game. The, the entire momentum of that game changed after that. The entire momentum of this game changed after that. And the Ravens outscored the Tennessee Titans for the remainder of this game 20-3 to after that. Once the, when the Ravens put up that field goal to, 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 to bring themselves within a touchdown, for the remainder of that game, they outscored Tennessee 20-3. to that's unbelievable. That defense played phenomenal football. But like I mentioned before, that is the moment. That is the moment when I knew, okay, this game was diff- this game is different than last year's game. When the Ravens were down 10 nothing and they drove right back down the field and they they kicked the field they kicked the field goal to make it 10-3 instead of going for it and getting a little bit too desperate and greedy and forcing it and not getting any points at all. But next up, ladies and gentlemen, I want to talk about the Buffalo Bills this and, and the Ravens divisional matchup this coming Saturday night. I believe the Baltimore Ravens have the advantage in this game, and here's why I believe they have the advantage. I believe they I, I believe they have the advantage in this game because number one, the Ravens have been in this division, they've been in this position before. They've been to the divisional round before. They were in the divisional round last year against Tennessee. So the Ravens have experience for being in this type of situation. Number two, Buffalo hasn't gotten this far in 25 years. So the Ravens have experience in this situation. Buffalo doesn't. Number two, the Ravens have the number one rushing attack in the league. The Buffalo Bills, if I'm not mistaken, and I looked this up, they're ranked like 18th, 19th in the league in run defense. That's another issue that... That that Buffalo is going to have with this game, Buffalo cannot stop the run. The Ravens run the football better than anybody, and not only that, it's supposed to snow this coming Saturday night. That's going to be even more of an advantage for the Baltimore Ravens in this game, because what's the best way to slow down an explosive offense? The best way to slow down an explosive offense is to have semi bad weather. In a football game. That's one of the best ways to slow down an offense. And to keep that offense off the field, what's the best way to to win a football game? Have your offense pound the football down that defense's throat as far as running the football and keeping that opposing team's offense on the sideline. And the Ravens can do that damn near better than anybody. The Ravens have advantages in this game. They can drain the clock better than Buffalo. They can pound the football better than Buffalo. And it's just the Ravens in general have been here. They've been here before. Buffalo has not been here before in a while. And not only that, excuse me, not only that, the Baltimore Ravens have momentum right now. And that's scary more than anything. That is scary more than anything 
But next up, I want to talk about why the Baltimore Ravens slowed down Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry had 18 carries for 40 yards in the Ravens' wild card victory over the Tennessee Titans this past this past Sunday. 18 carries, 40 yards. I'm re- I'm going to repeat that again. 18 carries for 40 yards. On eight on 11 of Derrick Henry's 18 carries, he was hit behind the he he was hit behind the line of scrimmage. On 11 of his 18 carries. At the line of scrimmage, he was hit uh, again, again. On eight on his eighteen carries, he was hit behind the line of scrimmage on eleven of those eighteen carries. Okay, think about that for a second. You you you're con- you're getting the football. You're constantly getting the football, and on and on pretty much about. 70 to 60% of the time you touch the ball, you're getting hit behind the line of scrimmage. And then you could clearly see on the sideline when Mike Vrabel was trying to calm Derrick Henry down, he was getting frustrated. You can't, here's the thing Mike Vrabel and Arthur Smith did everything, more specifically, Arthur Smith, the the Titans offensive coordinator, did everything in his power to give you the football and to put you in position to succeed. The Ravens' defense was just simply better. It's not that hard. Derrick Henry, you are an absolute beast. 2,000 yards rushing. You're the eighth running back in NFL history to rush for 2,000 yards in a season. But let's be real. When the Titans played the Ravens in Week 11, Calais Campbell was not there and Brandon Williams was not there. But still, in the first half of that game, the Baltimore Ravens held Derrick Henry to... To, to around 44 yards rushing in the first half of that game. The Ravens' defense just gassed out in the second half. When you get healthy, as, as, as the Ravens did offense, as, as, the, as the Ravens did defensively, excuse me, and you're able to play as, as well a gap assignment of defense as the Ravens did in this game, when you are able to Keep Derrick Henry from from cutting back. Keep Derrick Henry from getting his stride going. Keeping Derrick Henry from getting hot in the fourth quarter. This is what you get, and you and the Ravens forced Ryan Tannehill to beat them, and the Ravens made Ryan Tannehill pay for it in the fourth quarter of this game. They made Ryan Tannehill beat them, and the Ravens and the Ravens made Ryan Tannehill pay for trying to beat them. And that and that 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 18 carry 40 yard performance was the worst of Derrick Henry's career since or or, or the worst of the season for Derrick Henry since October of 2019. I mean, that is just unbelievable. Unbelievable. So the Ravens did a hell of a job again, 18 carries on 40 yards. Out of the 18 carries that he had, on 11 of those 18 carries, he was hit behind the line of scrimmage. And when you forced, when you forced Tennessee to beat you with Ryan Tannehill, the Ravens made him pay for it. Great job by the Ravens' defense. Next up, I want to talk about what the Ravens need to do in the secondary to have an advantage over the Buffalo Bills. In my opinion, here's what I believe the Baltimore Ravens have to do. Okay. The Baltimore Ravens have to take Marcus Peters 
and put Marcus Peters or, or I actually no, um, I'm sorry, not Marcus Peters. They need to take Marlon Humphrey, take Marlon Humphrey off of Stephon Diggs because I know, because I know that'll more than likely probably be the prime matchup. Take Marlon Humphrey off of Stephon Diggs and put Marcus Peters on Stephon Diggs. Okay, speed, speed versus speed. Marlon Humphrey is more of a physical corner. I be, I think Marlon Humphrey will match up better with a guy like Cole Beasley, who's more who who who's who's smaller. And not only that, Cole Beasley's dealing with a knee injury. So if he can just get physical with Cole Beasley, that'll be huge. Put Mar- put Marcus Peters on Stephon Diggs. Okay? Put Marcus Peters on Stephon Diggs. Speed on speed. Gabriel Davis, rookie wide receiver out of UCF. I would put Jimmy Smith. I would put Jimmy Smith on Gabriel Davis. Gabriel Davis is Six one six two, Jimmy Smith is six one six two. Jimmy Smith is built to go up against big body wide receivers. He's built to go up against guys his size. That's why when Marlon Humphrey struggled against AJ Brown at the beginning of that game this past Sunday in the wild card round, when Marlon Humphrey gave up that touchdown, I immediately thought in my mind, okay, Wink needs to take. Marlon Humphrey off of A.J. Brown and put Jimmy Smith on him. And what happened? Marlon Humphrey was off of A.J. Brown and Jimmy Smith was put on A.J. Brown. You got to know your matchups, but you got to know your matchups as far as size and speed. So that's what I believe the Ravens have to do. Put put Marlon Humphrey on Cole Beasley. Put Marcus Peters on Stephon Diggs. Put Jimmy Smith on Gabriel Davis. And you're set. You're fine after that. But coming up next, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going, uh, uh, you know what time it is. It's going to be time for me to leave you with something to think about. And I'm going to give you my divisional round prediction for the Ravens at the Bills. That's coming up. Stay tuned. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the show. Obviously, you know what time it is. It's time for me to leave you with something to think about. The year 2003. Why do I bring up the year 2003? Because that is the year that, like I mentioned to you guys earlier, the Baltimore Ravens defeated the Tennessee Titans for the first time to get Lamar Jackson his first ever playoff win. 2003, the Baltimore Ravens went up against the Tennessee Titans here in Baltimore. Tennessee won this game. But I, I give you this what-if scenario. What if the Baltimore Ravens had flipped the script in that game and actually went on to win that game and play the Patriots in the divisional round with Bill Belichick? And Tom Brady. And then on the offensive side of the football with Tom Brady, Anton Smith, Kevin Falk, Corey Dillon. Okay? And then at receiver, Rache called, or, or, or um, uh, David Caldwell, Dion Branch. Then on, then on the defensive side of the football, Teddy Bruschi, Willie McGinnis, Richard Seymour, Asante Samuel, Rodney Harrison. How would this Ray? How would that Ravens team had matched up against that Patriots football team if they would have flipped the script and beat Tennessee? I leave that scenario to you. I'm not saying the Ravens would have won. I'm not saying the Ravens would have lost. But I'm just throwing this "what if" scenario out there to you. You never ever know. That's why this is "what if." But next up, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you. Uh, what you've all been been obviously waiting for 
my AFC divisional round prediction for the Ravens at the Buffalo Bills this coming Saturday night. I'm very excited about this game. The four things for me that will be key for the Ravens to win this game, the four things, chew up, run the football, chew up the clock, as, as they do almost damn near better than any team in the NFL. The Ravens rank number one in the league in rushing at 191.9 yards per game. Time of possession. They chew up the clock almost damn near better than anybody. Protect the football. They do that damn near better than anybody. Top 10 in the league in giveaways. They don't turn the ball over. And Mark Andrews is going to, in my opinion, be one of the main keys to this offense along with Hollywood Brown. And I believe Mark Andrews is going to be a matchup nightmare for Matt Milano. So, again, Ravens, the four keys for the Ravens offensively. Running the football. Chew up clock and keep that keep that Bills offense off the field. To protect the football. Lamar Jackson. Continue to protect the football. Continue to protect the football, which I believe he will. And Mark Andrews, like I said before, is going to be a matchup nightmare for Matt Milano on that linebacker core with the Buffalo Bills. Defensively. Defensively, defensively for the Baltimore Ravens. Limit the big play. Limit the big play with the Buffalo Bills. Do not let Stephon Diggs get behind you, Marcus Peters. Don't do it. Don't let him get behind you. Number two, get after Josh Allen. Get after him and do not let up when it comes to getting after him. Okay? And in the red zone, in the red zone for the Baltimore Ravens, hold Buffalo to field goals. Hold them to field goals. And number three, Continue to continue to slow down Buffalo's rushing attack, just like the Indianapolis Colts did this past this past Saturday. Buffalo is go- Buffalo cannot run the football. They can't, and with them losing Zach Moss, their rookie, uh, their rookie, their rookie running back for the rest of the postseason. Yes, they went out and they signed Devontae Freeman, but them losing Zach Moss, they're going to be relying more and more and more. On Josh Allen's legs. I don't know if you guys knew this, but Josh Allen had more yards rushing by himself than Zach Moss did before Zach Moss got hurt and Devin Singletary did combined. So that's going to be huge. That is going to be huge. Again, get after Josh Allen, limit the big play, keep them, keep keep them to keep them to field goals in the red zone. And force and force Josh Allen to beat you throwing the football because eventually, eventually he's going to make mistakes. I.e. the last four minutes of their wild card game this past Saturday against the Buffalo against the Indianapolis Colts when he tried to do too much and he almost cost them the game by by getting strip sacked. But with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, the Baltimore Ravens are just hot right now. They're just too hot. And I believe the Baltimore Ravens win this game 26-17. to And they move on to the AFC Championship game. Again, the Baltimore Ravens win this game 26-17. to Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the I'm Just Saying podcast. Baltimore Ravens playoff edition, Ravens Nation. I cannot wait for this game. My fellow Ravens fans, I hope you enjoy it. I love all of you. Go Ravens. I am rooting for you guys. Ravens Nation, let's go out and let's pull off this upset.
or let's let or let's go out and pull off this upset, which really is not going to be an upset. But you get my point. Go Ravens. Enjoy the game. Baltimore, continue to wear your mask. I love you. I'm out. Peace.